Welcome to Two Waggish Hags, a comedy podcast that talks about the creepy, the weird, and all things spooky with a comedic southern flair. Welcome back to Two Waggish Hags podcast with Angela and Aubrey. I'm Angela. And I'm Aubrey. And today we're going to talk about twin flames. Yas, yas. We're going to turn it over to you, Aubrey. All right. So, I didn't have a clue what this topic was about. Obviously, I don't <laughs> either because I thought it was something bad. So, twin, fa- ten, twin flames. Da, 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 da. Twin flames. We can't talk. Are known as mirror souls. And it is used to describe a relationship ideology rooted in basically like new age spiritualism. Okay. It promotes the idea of an intense soul connection between two people thought to be each other's halves. This is based off the premises that one soul can incarnate two separate bodies. Hmm. These people claim to experience a deep soul connection because of a shared similar life path with such as pain or trauma. Okay. Now, because these individual individuals are so similar, they function like a spiritual mirror. And they can reflect each other's strengths, weaknesses, past traumas, and even vulnerability. Oh. Now, I didn't write down all the signs of the twin flame because it was a lot of it. So, we're going to... I'm going to give you a little bit of it. So, some of the signs of twin flames includes an intense sense of familiar familiarity. Sometimes them words just get us. Just like there's recognition, longing. These individuals tend to feel an intense bond as though have as though they've known each other for a long time. There is a strong sense of connection. This connection can be platonic, romantic, um, familiar or even professional. Oh. So it's not, twin flaming is not necessarily a romantic thing. So it can be like a friendship. Like you meet yeah. somebody and you start talking to them and you realize that y'all basically do the same thing. Yes. And y'all are basically the same, like, y'all have the same type of personality. Like I have a friend now that I've never personally met. But, like, a lot of the stuff she does is a lot of the stuff I do. Yeah. Like, our mannerisms were completely different astrological signs. So, I don't think that has anything to do with the twin flame thing. I don't think so. I didn't read anything about that. But it's like, I wonder if it's like, you know, you feel like you knew those people before. So, I wonder if it would be similar to a past life thing. You know, like they say, uh, maybe you was together in a different life. Like, yeah. you've never met them, but you feel, like, so strongly connected to them that maybe possibly yeah. y'all could have been in a relationship or a friendship or they could have been a family member in, like, a past life. Yeah. So, that's, like, a twin flame. I wonder if a twin flame would be the same. Like, like you had several uh, past lives and those two souls had always loved each other. Well, see, this made it more like... The soul of one person was split to two people. Oh, so it would truly, literally be like finding your other half. Yeah. So it would be like, I would say like a relationship that lasts for the time they get together till the time they're dead. Like, 
like they they long for each other when they're not together and they feel like when they're not together that their other half is not they don't feel their self because their other half is with their yeah literally their other half and this said that um like whatever the type you know because like it said it could be like platonic romantic professional there's a I feel like you was a boss in my past life that pulls the individuals toward each other Huh. So there's something that it it draws them to each other, whether it's you know no matter what type of relationship it is. Like if it's a bad relationship, or because I had someone ask me one time when I started my Reiki training, and they asked me about doing shadow work because I've done some shadow work, and that's where you go back and you look at your past, like the past that you did not you didn't necessarily like about yourself but you have to accept it because that's where you are today you know what i mean you're not you that's what got you to who you are today oh yeah i know what you mean i don't know where i'm going with this but it's something it sounds like something similar like you've known each other in a past life or you know you can meet somebody and you're like, I don't know these people, but I feel so comfortable with them that I'm going to tell you my whole entire life story and trauma. Well, this is like, they have multiple similarities, such as they have the same values, morals, or moral compass, similar interests. They mirror each other's past experiences, and they may not be the exact same, but those experience can involve like abandonment, violence, neglect, you know, just different have, past experiences. I have all those but the violence. I have abandonment and neglect. So there are different stages to a twin flame relationship. And I personally thought it just sounded like a regular relationship. relationship. But we're going to get into it. So, the first stage is the yearning. Like, you feel like a part of your life is missing, or you feel like you have, or like you're about to meet an important person in your life. All right. Then there's the meeting. Like, they're, you know, they're meeting and feeling an instant connection that is often described as an intense experience. There's the falling in love, and this stage can be both romantic and non-romantic. In this stage, the individuals fall deeply in love, and then the non-romantic, there is a deepening of the connection that just simply doesn't involve the gushy stuff. There you go. There's the honeymoon period, where the individuals form a physical, emotional, and spiritual bond. There, this is my favorite, the turmoil and testing. Oh. Actually, I think the next one was really more my favorite. Um, So, this is where their differences come into play. And this causes challenges and provokes each other and causes turbulence in the relationship. So, this is where, you know, okay, we know how much we're alike, but now our differences are coming into play and it's causing a little bit of friction. Yeah. The next one... Uh, this really was my favorite. The runner and chaser. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, each flame carries a different role. One tries to escape the relationship. 
by withdrawing emotionally or distancing themselves physically <laughs> while the other tries to mend and fix things in a more mature manner. Oh. So that, you see, that's why I kind of felt like this is just a regular relationship. A regular relationship because at what point have we not all been like, oh, we have such a connection. Oh, his faults are coming out. I don't uh, like the way you cheat. <laughs> it's so many different things that I was like, I really feel like this is just a regular relationship. Right. But I feel like you won't talk like, I can't stand to hear people chew. Like, it can't be silent when we're eating because you hear that, you know, sound that comes from their jaws. So, like, that literally drives me nuts and I will walk away. But I feel like with that twin flame, you just deal with it and you look at them with, you know, that look. (laughs) Of I will kill you, but I love you, so I'm going to deal with this look, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, then you have the surrender and dissolution, which is where they basically become more comfortable with each other and begin to relax, and they... That's where you poop with the door open. And they become okay with their insecurities. That's where you poop with the door open. Right. So, and then the last stage is the oneness, which is basically the stage of acceptance. I accept that you are a wackadoo who leaves the door open and your socks on the floor. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a marriage. Like, you know, you first get married and you're in the honeymoon stage. Like, everything is bliss. He can't do anything wrong. And then all of a sudden you're like, why can't you put your clothes in the hamper? It's right here. You're putting the clothes right next to the hamper. Why can't you put them in there? Yep. Why must you tell the kids to scrape their plate off and rinse it off, but then you leave Don't, it on the table? Right. Like, excuse me, sir. Right. You know what he does that really gets on my nerves? Like, if if it's something that I've done in our room, and my kids don't go in our room, yeah. and if he knows he don't do it, he's like, somebody... Don't somebody me. You You know who did it. You know I got a name. Call me out by my full government name. Don't somebody me. (laughs) Don't nobody me. They're like, you don't know me. Don't everybody me, because I don't have multiple personalities. Don't everybody me. I am one person. Oh, Me, myself, and I. Those are my, what are they, pronouns that I identify as? Yeah. Me, myself, and I. Yes. That's right. I don't have no personalities. And the ones I do have, I make up. Yeah. So, from what I could tell is... And, like, I've met people where, like, our life story was very similar. Like, from childhood to how we met our spouse, how long we've been together, like, all this. It was like, oh, gosh, are we soul sisters? Right. But then there's also... Like, I just don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love my husband. Right. But, I just don't know that I've ever just met someone and been like, take me now, big daddy. Right. You know? I mean, Ben chased me for eight years, and I was like, oh my God. When he'd show up, I was trying to get out. I don't know, I have no idea how I ended up in a 17-year relationship with this man. feel better. I let Forrest chase me for 13. And a baby. <laughs> and a baby that's, he's taller than me now. 
Like, everybody in my house is taller than me now. I have to go get the grandbaby so I can feel like a, a accurate, you know, a yeah. actual adult. Yeah. I know. Farce was talking about how short I am. And, um, because I was looking for the Theraflu stuff. Because last week, my sinuses and my allergies were so bad. And he was like, it's in the top cabinet. He was like, do you see it? And I said, no, let me get my stool. He said, mm, short people problems. I said, you know what? I'm convinced that God made me short for a reason. Right. Because he knew that if he had made me tall, I would be dangerous. Right. Just like he didn't give me math skills because I would have been dangerous. Don't give, <laughs> don't give me no math skills now. I will add your stuff up. <laughs> I know how to count money, though. And I know, like, addition and subtraction and division and multiplication. But when you start adding Y equals M X B times 12 plus 2 and a half quarter, I'm done. That's the stuff I like. Like, I have not been out here and said to myself, I got to use calculus today. Like, I like the problems that take a half a page to work out. No. And I will get an F because I don't want to do it. And currently, we are recording in the car, and my husband is planting flowers, and he is bent over, and all we see is arse. He's working really hard and doing a fantastic job. Yes, he is. And then here in just an hour and 30 minutes, I'm going to take him to the trainer, and he's going to work just a little bit harder. And he's not going to like it. But other than having a spiritual connection, or like a soul connection with this I like that's about really all I got from this what I took from it is basically your twin flame is whoever you are gonna whoever you settle down with and stay with forever for the longest that is I guess I got mine yeah I'm sure I got mine because Farston told me like we tell each other (laughs) real quick because he'll tell me I'm so sick I'm so sick of you right go to bed right that's how I, Go I, to bed. I tell mine all the time that because my favorite sitcom housewife is Roseanne. Like, that is the one that I feel the most, that I am like the most. Yeah. And Ben reminds me of Dan. So, oh, he does. Like, we do a lot of the, you know, I remember this one episode where they're sitting at the table. It was the very first episode. And he said, uh... He looked over at her and he said, Rosie, do you ever regret marrying me? And she said, every, every second day. of my life. I know. Forrest will be like, um, I'll be home in a few minutes. And I'm like, don't you threaten me. Right? <laughs> and that, that show, it really showed like It wasn't one love. of those everything is hunky-dory and blissful all the time. It showed you like a real marriage. The struggle. There have been days I've wanted to murder my husband. And I'm like, prison orange is not my color. Right. But there are also days where I'm like, man, I love you. Exactly. Like, if something were to happen to him, I feel like my soul would be torn apart. You know what annoys him? When I turn around and look at him and go, this reminds me of that one time on Roseanne. (laughs) It's been a while since I've watched Roseanne. I watch it every night to go to sleep. Because, you know, after I rack, he can't sleep in total silence. Because any little noise will wake him up. So, the best thing to do is to find 
a series that plays all throughout the night. Yeah. So you put in one disc and it plays all throughout the night and you know it's the next morning when the theme song's going over and over and over again. We watch, we watch The Big Bang Theory every night. Right. <laughs> we, Farsh just puts it on a different season. Yep. And it plays all night. And I kid you not, where we go to sleep to is where I wake up to yeah. <laughs> the next morning. And I've, I've like, uh, on the second disc of the first season of Roseanne, there's an episode where Dan's friend Dwight comes over. And they're picking with Dwight, and Dwight's trying to go out with Jackie, and he's the one that's talking about, well, women shouldn't drive cars, and if I was governor, I'd take all your license away and put you on public transportation, and Roseanne comes out and says something to him, and he goes back in, and he said, uh, Dan, you know what I would say to a woman like that? And he said, get back in the house, Ma, because Dwight (laughs) lived with his mom, and he said, yeah. Get back in the house, Ma, and every time, it could be in the middle of the night, it could be in, you know, before we go to sleep, whenever I hear that term from Dan, get back in the house, Ma, I will snicker. Ben says I do it in my sleep. (laughs) So, I mean, it it must be a bad habit, but I love me some Roseanne, and I love my, you know, Dan. Yeah. So, for our question... Except my Becky's a boy named Eli. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you now. When it comes with to the kids, Becky, uh, in my case, was a boy. Yeah. And Kendall is mostly like Darlene. She sure is, y'all. And yeah. Noli is not like DJ. No. You better put them dang flowers where I can see them. If he just puts them all willy-nilly somewhere, I'm going to... End up on Dateline. <laughs> I told him when we get a new house, he's not decorating it. Like, his decor is terrible. I love him, though. He bought me a ring one time. It was like a championship belt. Oh, dear God. I don't wear jewelry. I could have put that mug around my waist. <laughs> All right. So, do you think that twin flames are real? I do. But I think it's like, you know, when they say you'll find the one, I think that's what it is. Because not every relationship lasts because some of them, they split up. So I don't think they would be your twin flame. Like when people tell you, oh, they're not for you. That's not your person. And I believe that. But remember, a twin flame doesn't doesn't have to be oh, romantic. Yeah, well, I, believe, I mean, now that you say... Because from what I was reading, a twin flame and a soulmate are not the same. They're not? No. Okay. So it could be... Like a now, friend. Your twin flame could very much end up being your soulmate. But you know, like it kinda makes me think of do you ever watch Grey's Anatomy? Eh, no. Well like, um Meredith and Christina, they were they called each other their person. Yeah. And it was a completely just really really good friendship where you could tell one another anything they understood yeah and that's kind of what i think of like a twin flame yeah but 
I don't know. I, I kind of don't want somebody that's exactly like me. Nope. Because I feel like that would be boring because I can be a bitch. Yeah. And I, I feel like it would... I don't always mean to be, but, you know, sometimes it just happens. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, well, do like now. Right? <laughs> you done messed up now. I can't take it back. Like, well, that happened. <laughs> exactly. I do try to... Like, the older I get, the more I try to control it. Yeah. Like, I don't tell people what I think as much as I used to. And I'm a lot nicer than I could be, and I think people should appreciate that. Yeah. Like, buy us a gift or something. Because back in the heyday, we was something else. And I think Twin Flame really is a thing. But, I don't know. I guess I've just never... I don't feel like I've experienced it. I have with some people. Like, something... But, like, I feel... Because I'm one of those per, those people that when I meet you, I know in, like, the first few minutes if I'm really going to mesh with you. If we're going to vibe, you know, if this is going to be our last time meeting. Because some people just, they don't have that vibe that, you know, know. you just instantly know you're not going to like them. And and see, with me, like, I love Jesus, but I want to slap people too. Yeah. And And then you got some people that you like them, but they do dumb stuff. Or they do creepy stuff, and you're like... Yeah. It's very much single white female, kind of... Yes. Yeah. Like, there are people that I'm, I really want to be like, I really want to like you. Right? But, but you're making you it hard. you won't let me. <laughs> right? You're making it real hard. You are not letting me like you. Right? And then there's some people that you really, really, really like, and they do dumb stuff, and you're like, okay, I'm done with you. Yeah. But then, like, the next week, you're hanging back out with them. No one. They're going to do what they do. So, I don't know. It's a very odd situation. Because if you think about it, there are very odd people that come into your life. And you don't know why you like them, but you do. Yeah. And then there are people that come in your life and you don't know why. You don't like you them. You cannot stand them, but you do. Those are the people that I'm convinced that their demons irritate my spirit. Right. That's and there, I mean, there's people that I will literally dodge down a Walmart aisle for. Like, I don't need men's underwear, but if I see you coming. But, oh, let me look at this. Right? I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to, I ran through the smallest grocery store in town trying to get away from some folks. Don't think I won't start talking to myself to um, make you avoid me. Yep. And out loud. I got busted. Remember when I when I was at the doctor's office and I read my imaginary magazine because the lady wouldn't leave me alone? Right. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to do what, what is necessary. Like, I'm just saying. So, do you think that you have found your twin flame, whether it be romantic or non-romantic? Oh, can you have more than one? Yes. No, because I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, that's a topic that, for another. That it did not say. We're going to have to go deeper into this. But, I mean, it talked about one soul being split in two. So, maybe not. Maybe it is just one person. Well, then I wouldn't want one because that seems unfair. Yeah. 
I would just want, I, w- I would deal with the soulmate thing. Because I feel like a soulmate yeah. is more of a, like a marriage relationship type yeah. of thing. And. Like, a part of me kind of wonders if, because, you know, I was 14 when I met Forrest. Yeah. He was 17. My mama wouldn't let him be my boyfriend because she said he was too old. But we were just going to the skate rink. I mean, what's the big deal? Right. But anyway. Lame. So, she wouldn't let him be my boyfriend. But when I turned 17, he was working at the grocery store in Taurus. And, like, followed me around the grocery store like a little lost puppy. And my grandfather was like, he was telling my grandmother, he said, every time we go to the grocery store, there's a little boy that works there. And he just falls off everywhere she goes. Oh, Lord. And when I turned, it was like right before I turned 21. Because I remember him coming to my house after he got off work to come hang out with me because it was my birthday. Yeah. And my mama was like, I don't know why you won't date Forrest. He's so nice. And I was like, when I wanted to, you would like me. Right. <laughs> and I think I was 25 when um, we got in contact again. And that was when we officially, like, started really dating. And they haven't been apart since. Y'all, he's been Twitter-pated since he was 17. I couldn't get rid of him. I tried. Right? Like Ben. I tried so hard. Like Benjamin. Like, I really think if somebody was to say something uh, inappropriate to me, that he would actually lose his mind. See, and Forrest is like, you, I mean, you can try to talk to my wife like that if you want to, but she'll whip your ass. Oh, he don't care if I can defend myself or not. He is going to go at them. <laughs> I remember Ben telling that one guy that y'all hooked me up with. He was like, I mean, she's nice, but don't think she won't rip her backbone out and beat your ass with it right. and put it back in. My husband, he's just so sentimental with his words. He is. Like, he's just got away. Oh, yeah. So, do you think these relationships really last? I don't know. I've heard some people say that you know, they had a friendship with one person and they thought it was their friend and they never did anything like this before and you know they felt like they were supposed to be friends forever but now she can go you know on over there where she need to go because I ain't no friend with her no more and see like I have some people that I'm like uh yeah we were friends but we don't really talk right and then you kind of feel like you're playing catch up but like me and you like, we seriously went, it was like a couple of years. Yeah. And, and we, we don't even know what the problem was. Yeah, like, we just didn't talk. And, and I mean, just. One day out the blue. Picked right back up. Like, why are you texting me? <laughs> like. <laughs> How's your mama now? <laughs> I mean, it was just like, and like, um, after I had Tyler, and like, I think you and Ben had just gotten married. You know, like, we were both kind of doing our own thing. So, we Life weren't really happens. in contact. We ran into one another at the Walmart. And it was like we had never been apart. Right. But I don't know if that would be considered, like, a a twin flame thing. Because we don't have... We're we do have opposite. similar interests. But, like, she's over here in camo pants and a t-shirt. And I'm over here in my floral dress with my granny sweater. Yep. And... She's a little, I'm not going to say she's darker, but I mean, because she, pale. she doesn't like horror movies 
And I love horror movies. I'm just a weirdo <laughs> who likes crystals and tarot cards and paranormal shows and... And I'm over here. I like pretty things. And I don't like blood and guts, and she would look at everybody's blood and guts. It fascinates her, so. I would. I love that She stuff. sends me that. Don't send me no pictures. Don't. I love stuff like that. I can't do it. But, like, I don't know that we would be twin flames. Surely there's something else for what we are. It could be. You know, twin flames could be, I don't know, maybe they could be exact opposite, but kind of similar. I don't know. Anyway, y'all. Y'all join us next week because uh, we're going to talk about divination. Divination. That has to do with tarot cards. We'll find oh, out more next okay. week. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I was thinking that was something much darker. Oh, what did I think? Right. Well, I don't know. It could be. We'll find out next week. But we all know we have busy lives. Maybe you're out there looking for your twin flame or your soulmate. If you find them, email us at twowaggishhagspodcast at gmail.com. Maybe we'll have you on. Maybe you understand more. I don't know. Maybe we can find somebody who knows about this topic. Maybe you can help us understand. Maybe you can. <laughs> Send your suggestions to the email. Find us on Facebook at Two Waggish Hags Podcast, where you can find uh, the link to our exclusive content, subscribers only, and um, anything else? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I was looking at the tree. Squirrel. <laughs> all right, y'all. That's all we got for this week's episode of Two Waggish Hags Podcast. I'm Angela. And I'm Aubrey. And we'll catch you spooks later. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Two Waggish Hags with Angela and Aubrey. You can follow us on Facebook and Spotify. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any interesting topics, email them to us at twowaggishhagspodcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to sign up for exclusive content, you can find all that information on our Facebook page. Give us a follow. Thanks for being here. Spook you next time, hags.